0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Emotional Man Podcast, where we are discovering how business leaders are building successful families. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Emotional Man Podcast. We are continuing our mini series with Craig Birdno, who is the premier performance coach to powerful people, and he helps them see how powerful they really are. The focus on helping faith and family-focused leaders and entrepreneurs. Welcome back, Craig, and welcome back, everyone, to our third and final mini series episode. It's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> best right, one guys. yet, right here. I feel it. Like, oh, best <laughs> one yet.
0: Yeah, best one yet. We're gonna wrapping up on on this kind of this thought train. The thought train being, we often hear so much about financial freedom and all the marketing materials out there, and it has this promise of abundance and happiness and freedom from suffering. But in reality, we can put ourselves through a lot of suffering in the pursuit of financial freedom. And we can find ourselves uh, becoming slaves to this idea. And we find that in the end, the idea is empty. There's this concept that looking outward for success leaves us empty inside. And, And in our conversation, we talked about how we need to look inward to that power of choice to fill that emptiness. It starts there feeling purposeful, feeling value inside of us and looking inward instead of outward for success and value. And so then the the question then becomes: if we have this power of choice, if we stop telling ourselves the big lie, I have to, and we acknowledge our power and we want to grow in our power, how do we then use that power to make quote unquote the right choice? When do we know when to? work? When do we know when to spend time with family? When do we know to spend our time and in service to our community or faith? So that's where we're going to start off today. And Craig, I want to open up inviting your kind of initial thoughts, reactions to this topic. How
1: do we know what to choose? I think the Silicon Slope Summit was last week out here in Utah. And if you were to ask people, almost everyone's, oh, what's your name? Okay, cool. What do you do? I think If you were to ask people, who are you? They would be, a lot of them would be stumped. You get a lot of people like, oh, I'm going to tell you what they do for a living, right? They'll tell you their job, their profession, their business, their company, whatever it is. Who are you? Right? Like when you boil that down, who are you? I I think knowing who you are, your purpose, your mission, the things that identify who you are and how you identify are crucial, Right, we talk about values and when we know we're making the right decision, it's when it aligns with our values and who we are. And a lot of people don't know who they are. A lot of people don't know how powerful they are. And when you know who you are and you can just rattle that off, it's amazing. It's amazing to see. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. And yeah, so next time you're networking with somebody, just ask them like, Hey, who are you?
0: And I think the power of identity. You, know, you and I are both people of faith, and so when I look in the Bible and and we we see the words "I am," when the Lord, when God introduces Himself, He He introduces who He is. I, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the way. I am truth and light. If we were to introduce ourselves, hey, I am Joseph Neary of honesty and integrity. Just like, what if you were to embody? of value. And that is who you are. And that is what you brought and created in the world. If you embodied integrity and you created integrity in all that you did, I think that's that releases the creation. You create. What you put into the world is who you are. And this creation process, how we create power and influence our lives is by embodying what we value. And the most powerful people, I think, that really influence us are people who move
1: us with their character. Yeah, they they know who they are. And they know who they are. They know why they're here and what they're doing and where they're going. Yeah, there's a song in Moana that actually talks about this. We know who we are. We know where we are. And we know the way. Right. It's it's a really interesting if you can answer those questions. Oh yeah, that's so powerful. You know, you talk about, yeah, embodying values, right? That's that we are the makeup of values. And who you put out into the world, if you're not intentionally putting who and what you want to be out in the world, then you unintentionally put out things that you probably don't want in the world. You probably put out if you don't feel worthy, if you don't feel love if you don't feel hope and strength and power you probably put out the opposite right you probably maybe you put out like anger and and you can still absolutely put off great things don't get me wrong you still put out great things that are meaningful to you but it's even more meaningful when you are knowingly and intentionally putting them out and living it and embodying it like you mentioned so let's bring this down to just like a day-to-day example because i think
0: It's really nice to talk about these kind of lofty theoreticals, but what does this look like day to day? And I recently was coaching a client. She's a mother, and she was worried and she was frustrated that some of her children, during she's a coach, she's a cheer coach. So when it's time for her to coach the other girls and she needs to shoo them off to a different class, they're very clingy. They don't want to leave. So we started digging into this. Because she was also feeling really guilty about this. And I, and I asked, mm. why, why are you feeling guilty about this? I'm their mom. I should be there for them. Why should you be there for them? Because I'm there to protect them. Why are you there to protect them? No, what are you trying to protect them from? F- from danger. And one of her core beliefs was that if her children weren't near her, they were in danger. And she was anxious. Guess what she was putting off into the world? that her children are are in danger away from her. So is it any wonder that the children didn't want to leave? (laughs) It's not any wonder at all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so when we look at, obviously we have our biological bias. We naturally have some cognitive functions in our brain that help us to avoid pain, pursue pleasure, and conserve energy. It's kept us alive. But I think, as we pursue and look at being intentional with our choices, we have to start from a place of awareness as to why we're making choice. Are we making choice to avoid pain of what uncomfortable emotions, shame, embarrassment, rejection, failure, fear? So I think identifying the why of why we're making a choice really, and I think this is where coaches such as like such as Craig come into play because we're looking at performance and sometimes you have to open up the hood and seeing why the engine's performing poorly or how we can optimize that performance and it's really digging in and identifying why are we making the choices we are how are we presenting ourselves and it really comes down to core beliefs and our values how does it intersect with what you do, Craig, and what, what you've seen in the world on a day-to-day interactions with entrepreneurs and business owners and just yourself as a parent?
1: Yeah, you said something, right? Our natural flight or fight feelings, modes, right? Our natural cognitive to conserve energy. It's really great at keeping us alive, but it's not great to keep us or to help us live, Right. They keep us alive, but they don't they don't help us live very well. But a lot of things get in the way of that. And I see it. Yeah, man, I see it all the time. I see it in myself all the time. And that's why it's that crack. Okay, but you catch it and then you get to rewrite it. You get to be like, okay, this feeling is actually, it's actually or this feeling is helping me. My body's in fight or flight mode, but staying in this is going to help me to, to push through certain things. The instant thing that comes to mind for me is when, yeah. I do ice baths or cold showers, which I do often. And I have for a long time. They're just, it puts you into a fight or flight mode, but it's been such a big help for me anxiety wise. There's so many benefits to it. We can talk about them. From, you know, we could have an episode <laughs> just on cold, baths. but it's, yeah, I can assign meaning to a comfortable situation that will serve me and that will help me grow. And it's part I mean, of who I am now. Yeah, when we talk about identity and we talk about these beliefs, they are huge. They are huge in how we interpret the things that are happening around us.
0: In interpreting the things around us, I think this really comes from this. If we know what we value, for example, two of my core values is faith and growth. Let me just give a an example of this in my recent, as of today, life and how When we anchor to values, we become powerful people. One one of the things that I have struggled with most of my life is the pursuit of pleasure, as we all do. (laughs) But I love, absolutely love, love reading sci-fi fantasy genre. It takes me away. And the point, the fact that it takes me away. What does it take me away from? It takes me away of whatever discomfort I'm currently experiencing in life. I can recognize the feeling when I start craving listening to a, a good book or reading a book. It's this kind of this desire to escape, to 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 find something new and wondrous, so I don't have to sit in whatever suck I'm currently in. And because this has been a problem in the past, of me not being present with my family, of me reading straight through the night. <laughs> I, so, I sometimes develop an accountability system with my wife just so I make better choices. And what does this look like when I travel? She's like, okay, what, what's your protocol? What, what's going to help you? I'm like, okay, I'm going to text you at 8.30. That's when I want to go to bed. I'm headed to bed my devices are off. So I don't stay up making poor choices and reading through the night. <laughs> and on a recent trip, I texted, okay, headed to bed in 10 minutes. And I stayed up for like two hours. I felt so much shame. And when she asked me how the trip, i was like, oh, it was great. Just, you know, glossed over the fact that I stayed up reading. And it felt weak. I was caving to not wanting to feel this personal sense of disappointment until I anchored to my values of growth and reframed how I saw the situation. Like life's not an on and off switch. It's a dial. There's plenty of range. And you know, I spoke to her. And I the the feeling of being able to brave something uncomfortable. That courage to, to be willing to experience something uncomfortable is one of the most powerful things you can have. And I think that's why the ice baths are so incredible because you are willing to face something voluntarily that's uncomfortable for you and you're anchoring to something that really matters and that's the power and if you can look back at your life and say I have consistently despite the discomfort I have kept with what I value that is how you measure success I think was I successful what am I holding to what I value what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah there's I'm just trying to pull something up real real quick. There's a study done. I believe it was Cornell. I'll find it. But there was a study done of people who purposefully put themselves in uncomfortable situations. In the name of growing and becoming better at something, they saw like a 2 to 3x growth over people who weren't putting themselves in uncomfortable situations. And it's a really interesting thought to actually seek discomfort this, this is when our brain starts to lie to us and is now i want you to be comfortable i want you to be 72 degrees in the summer and i want you to be 72 degrees in the winter what my life would say like 78 in the, in the winter and for <laughs> right? Like but it's <clears throat> your brain wants you to be comfortable it wants you to be out of pain hey, it wants you to be out of these modes. And that's what it's designed to do, to to keep you alive, right? But when you seek uncomfortable situations, you talk about marathons, I think, in one of the earlier episodes, forcefully putting yourself into a marathon when running isn't in your nature, that's uncomfortable. Running sucks. Some people get that run as high. I've never experienced getting high while running, so I don't know what it's like. (laughs) I have had ice bath high, though, so I can I can see what they're talking about there, but I still haven't gotten my wife to go on an ice bath with me. I don't know. She's one day. One day soon. But it's, it's, yeah, but it's idea like, yeah, of pushing yourself, pushing your, pushing yourself and then putting yourself in uncomfortable situations creates more growth.
0: And I think also when we choose to embrace emotions that are difficult for us. That is actually where we find the most freedom because we're no longer running away and closing the doors of opportunities. If we're always afraid of rejection, we're not going to knock on the door to make the sell. If we're afraid of being hurt, we're not going to lower the emotional barriers to reconnect and heal a relationship. And so I think the voluntary choice, that's the power to influence yourself To do something uncomfortable, to bear uncomfortable emotions, allow ourselves to open up to the full spectrum of human emotion and experience, and to take value in that. Whatever it is, whether it's faith, whether it's love, whether it's courage, you anchor to the value, you define that value in your personal life, how you think about things through that value mindset, and then you intentionally plan out how you're going to approach a circumstance differently through that value mindset, whether it's a growth mindset or a hope mindset, a a patience mindset, whatever it is. I think that's how we begin to really start embodying what we truly value to find the most purpose in life. Because then if you have your values, you can create your vision off your values and then you can create plans off your vision. And then all of a sudden you have this plan and vision for your life and who you want to become rather than what you want to do or what outcome you want in the world and who you are
1: 100% within your control. Period. The end. End of this. No, I said something earlier that I think was really awesome. That made me think of one of the things that my, my coach loves reminding me, which is in the resistance is the revelation it's when we lean into these moments, when we lean into something we don't want to do and really understand what is it, why is it happening, why are we experiencing it the way we are, what are the, what's the meaning we're assigning it that doesn't need to be assigned to it. So, For one, one, for me, it's, oh, no, that's too hard. I think we assign meaning like that all the time. Something's too hard. What does that even mean, that it's too hard? And it's going to require more energy, effort, focus, determination. Sure. Like, And when you actually boil it down, oh, yeah. And then you tied it in perfectly with who do you want to be? Who are you? And then how do you be that person today? And then how do you continually become the person you want to become? And when you ask people, that's why I think when you ask them who they are, it, it really... It forces them to do a little check. Oh man, am I who I want to be? Am I becoming who I want to become? You talked about growth mindset. I couldn't agree more. Growing and learning and understanding and love and service and kindness and being sweeter to my children and how I react to them spilling milk and then having big emotion and then how do I I match that? It's it's all those things. Power.
0: Power is in the choice. Satisfaction is in the why you choose what you choose. I think in the end, if we really want to have a purposeful life, if we truly want freedom and abundance, it's really in allowing ourselves to feel the abundance of emotions that we, that we have, can have, having the voluntary choice to experience suffering for the meaning that we truly want to give it. I think that's really how, as entrepreneurs, as leaders, as parents, as people of faith, it's that ability to make a choice, to to be who you want to be versus our natural avoid the pain, pursue the pleasure, and, and, and conserve energy.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, eat, drink, and be merry, right? <laughs> that, that really is it. And <laughs> so, I I,
0: I I think the purpose is really found in having the why for the suffering that we voluntarily take upon ourselves whether that suffering is the stressors of starting a company of starting a family of going out and helping someone because let's be honest helping other people is a risk we're expending resources for an unknown outcome but if we know what the outcome it's inside of us and it's in our control love it craig any final thoughts to wrap up this
1: concluding episode of our mini series? Yeah. We get to create our life every day and be who we want to be. And if there are things that are in your life that you don't want in your life, you get to choose. You are choosing by not removing them. You're choosing to have them in your life. Right. And, And I, yeah, I always boil stuff down for me. It's all coming down to faith and family. That's a big part of who I am. And, Yeah, I think God or the universe or whatever you call it is so good. And there is so much unneeded suffering that we don't have to go through. And there's so much good and power in the world that we can find right here, right now. And it's people like Joseph who are leading the way doing it and helping people find it. Yeah, Godspeed.
0: Hey, Craig, if there's a business leader entrepreneur out there who feels like it'd be a good matchup to improve their performance with a guy who, who's faith and family focused, where can they get more of, Craig Birdneau?
1: Yeah, connect me on LinkedIn, go to SeekYourLeadership.com and schedule a meeting with me. I'd love to talk and take you to Launch Network. It's all who I am and all, what I'm about. So those are probably the two easiest ways. You can hit me up on Facebook, but I don't really check that. So <laughs> LinkedIn or go to my website and those are probably the two best options everyone. This is Craig Burdino. He really is a powerful
0: person. I really appreciated his time and his thoughts and attention on this. And who knows? I'd love to have him back for another mini-series in the future. Thank you so much, Craig. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Emotional Man Podcast. If you're a business leader whose family's in pain and you're looking for a change in direction, I invite you to join our eighth, week family turnaround program which gives families just like yours the tools and skills you need to reconnect, heal, and lead your family turnaround. You can learn more by clicking on the link in today's show notes and description. We'll see you soon.